Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you are having a blessed day. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for allowing us to learn, Father God. Thank you for giving us life, health, and strength. Thank you for giving us grace and mercy, Father God. Father God, as we partake in this word today, Father God, we ask you to give us understanding. We ask you to help us to apply it to our lives, Father God. Father God, we also ask as we read our word today, our Bible, Help us to also understand that, Father God. Help us to get a deeper meaning, something that we never gathered before, Father God. Father God, we actually bless the people that are reading it and bless the people that are hearing it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay. So, verse of the day is 1 John 3, 14. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each, each other. Anyone who does not love remains death, remains in death. Subject, pass from death to life. Affirmations. I'm going to say it and pause on each one to give you an opportunity to say it if you like. I love everyone. I love God. I have the mind of Christ. I'm not fearful. One of the commandments Jesus gave us before he left the earth was to love one another. You could turn on the TV and see gun violence and see, you can even see on your Facebook and YouTube reels, people fighting and arguing and throwing things and saying how much they hate each other. It's no love. You you see no love at all. And when you try to understand it all, how does he, how do, how do we get into a place where people are gunning down one another? How do we get to a place where we are no longer talking to one another? People are missing and the world has gotten so bad that we can't ask questions anymore. You can't take a simple drive to the local grocery store without it being an issue. Why? But then sometimes you can get online and you see people helping each other, loving one another, talking to each other in a decent way. But these are the, the last days. These are the days we were warned about that would happen. So what do we do when this happened? Do we be like everyone else and fight and fuss? Or do we do what the Bible says, love your neighbor like you would yourself? In today's verse, he says this, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. When someone loves someone and they don't hate them and they don't have any bitterness and jealousy against them, it tells us here that we know this person is no longer dead spiritually. This person is no longer trying to live a dark, live in darkness. They have passed from death to life all because of their actions to love. It goes back to tell us in John 13, 35, by his own people will know that you are my disciples if you have a love for one another. People will know you know who you are of Jesus because you love one another, because of the fruit you bear. We all can bear whatever fruit we want to bear. But when we say we walk with Christ, we must be careful because some people become fruit inspectors. They look to see what others are doing that confess the name of God. What name do you confess? What fruit do you bear? Are you a disciple of Christ? We must love and learn to love. We must show what Jesus showed us. He showed us grace, mercy, and love. I've had times in my life where it was hard to love someone. It was hard to give that part of myself to someone. But I learned that if I'm going to be a follower of Christ, a disciple, a teacher, I must love beyond what people do to me because it's a God that sits high and looks low. He sees everything. And when he does, he watches our actions. He sees our tone and our facial expressions. And he hears our thoughts. When he hears our thoughts, are they good thoughts or evil? 1 John 4, 20 and 21, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar, for he does not love his brother, whom he has not, who has not, let me start over, I'm sorry. 
First John 4, 20 and 21. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. In this commandment, we have from we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. In the last reference we look at, it says, if you hate your brother and say you love God, you are a liar, straight to the point. There's no way you love God if you hate your brother. Because it's a commandment. We must all walk and live and obey. That we must love our fellow brother. Love is the most important attribute a Christian needs to have. It shows who you are following. It shows that you have passed from death to life. And it's only because you love Christ. Today, if you're confessed, if you're confused about your emotional state towards your fellow brother or sister, Please ask God to cleanse you, to shape and mold you, to help you in that area of your life that seems closed off or unreachable. Because what we can't do, God can do. Let God show you how to love. Let God show you how he wants you to be. God desires us to obey every commandment, not just the commandments that fits us in our life, in our life. But everyone, we, we shouldn't find this hard to do when we say we love Christ prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Lord, we ask you today to help us to love, help us to be kind. Lord, we don't want to fight. We don't want to be anything less than what you are calling us to be. Lord, we ask you right now to help us stand firm and not waver over petty things, to let go of petty and bitterness right now. We desire to stay close to close to you and to love you. We are so grateful and thankful for you and everything you have done for us. Lord, we give you our lives. We ask that you show us your way. We don't want to follow anyone else but you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the topic today is pass from death to life. The verse is plain and simple. It says, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. That means you have officially gave yourself to Christ. You officially are Christian. You you have said, I don't want to walk in darkness anymore. I want to walk in Christ. And walking in Christ is meaning that we know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. You can tell when someone love, truly loves someone the right way because they no longer are holding on to pettiness. They're no longer looking at what this person is doing. They're looking at what they are doing. See, when we go before God on Judgment Day, he's not going to look at, oh, what Betty's doing or what Bob and accounting's doing. No, he's going to look at what you are doing. Did you love? Did you show love? Did you look beyond someone's faults? You look beyond what someone did and said, okay, I'm going to love them regardless. And I will be honest with you, it's hard to do because some people are so argumentative because of the spirit they carry. Some people want to fight about everything and, and um, physically fight about everything. Some people um, have this way about them that doesn't make you want to love them, but you have to because you pass from death to life. And if you're saying that that's you, then you have to love regardless. I think that's one of the biggest things. I think I've said this before that I think this is one of the biggest things that this nation, this 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 generation's lacking is love. 
Every time you get on Facebook, every time you get on Instagram, you look, it's someone fighting. It's someone fighting over something else. It's someone fighting over this person stole something from me or this person did this to me or my order wasn't right. There was a lady on news the other day. She was so angry. She took her sandwich and she went inside and she slammed it on the counter. And she was angry. You tell she was angry, but the people in the back were smiling. That's not love. It's not just people at drive-throughs that doesn't show love. It's people that's in in hospitals, people that's in and that's teaching uh, teaching in schools, and people that are in daycares, people that are in department stores. People don't show love because that's not the first thing people think about. Most of the time, what people think about is how to get even, how to make someone feel less. And I keep thinking, how did this happen? Now. Entertain people fighting. Like I, I will watch a, a Facebook reel or a YouTube reel, and the moment they get the fussing and arguing, I just pull away because I know that what they're about to do, they're about to fight. I don't like seeing the fighting. It's an aggressive spirit, and other people see this, and people are like, okay, I'm going to do this next time someone says something to me. So then here goes another situation, and another situation, and that spirit travels from person to person causing confusion and that's what satan wants he wants confusion people don't see that they're feeding that spirit it's such a large spirit that's traveling from place to place multiple spirits of confusion traveling from place to place loud inhabiting people and they're only there for a little while and then when when the fight's over with you could tell this person doesn't know what they did they they don't understand how did it get this way they're very apologetic because it's a spirit that inhabit them just for those few minutes to cause a problem See, people look at videos and they, they laugh and they, they, they point and they laugh at people that are entertaining this, this aggressive spirit. And what we need to be doing is praying for these people that are fighting, praying for people that wants to argue. Because if you call yourself of Christ, you don't want to argue. It's best that you move past it. It's best that you ignore someone that's trying to cause you a problem. But a lot of people nowadays think that, oh, if I avoid this problem, it it makes me like a wimp. And it doesn't, excuse me. It doesn't make you like a wimp. It makes you look like someone that has control. It makes you look like someone that knows who you are in Christ. Do you know who you are in Christ? When you sit back and you think about it, who are you in Christ? People are wearing this, this sticker that says, I'm a Christian. People are saying, I'm a Christian, but then five minutes later, they're cussing. Five minutes later, they're fighting. That's not a Christian attribute. Christ could follow everyone that said something ugly to him, but he didn't. He showed love or he fought them with the Bible. And, and a lot of people like to say, well, I'm not Christ, so I don't have that strength. But you're supposed to be Christ-like. Pastors in pulpits fighting and saying ugly things to people out from the pulpit, which caused more hurt, which caused this person to leave. Then caused this person to look at their life and say, oh, I don't want to be in church anymore. And then we're sitting there like, why is church uh, attendance down? Why doesn't people come to this church anymore? We have to look at what we're feeding people. What are we feed, spiritually feeding people? Are we feeding people's soul or are we beating people down? 
One thing I can say on this podcast, you will never get me where I'm going to sit there and beat someone down for what you think you are or who you think you are. I'm not. I'm not going to sit there and pick on a particular sin. I'm not. Because for me, the Holy Spirit have let me know that every sin is a sin. And on this podcast, we're talking about how to stop doing those particular sins, how to build a relationship with Christ. And some people are so spiritually hurt, they just close themselves off from God. They're like, well, this is how Christianity is. I don't want to be a part of it. We have gotten to the place where we have actually made it where people hate seeing us come. They hate seeing us talk. They hate hearing any kind of sermon because they feel like they're going to be targeted. They feel like they're going to be the one that's going to be behind every punchline in the sermon. When our main thing we should be talking about is love. You have kids fighting. And I think that's that shows that love is not being demonstrated to them. My mom taught me at a young age, um, turn the other cheek. So I would go to school, I'd get beat up, have fights, and I would, you know, kind of forgive the person that 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 just bullied me. Next day, I get into another fight. I'm not fighting back because my mom said, no, you don't fight back. You turn the other cheek. So I think I had gotten my fourth fight. I was thinking I was in fourth, first grade, if I can say first grade or second. And um, my dad, he always said, he says, I'm not a Christian. He said, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I am. He said, that's your mother. He said, you need to start fighting back. And I said, but mom says turn the other cheek. He said, you can do that, but you need to protect yourself. Whether this was good advice, I don't know. But I started protecting myself because I was getting beat up. Like I said, whether that was good advice for a child, I don't know. But you got to imagine if you're going to school every day and someone's bullying you. You're telling the teacher this person's still bullying you. They're taking your items. They're hitting you. They're fighting you. Still can't fight worth nothing. But I tried. But me as an adult woman now, I'm not going to fight anyone. I'd rather just leave the situation. And I've had this happen recently where people wanted to get physical. And I'm quick to say, oh, no, I'm not doing that. You have a good day. I'm going this way. Or they wanted to argue, oh, okay, no, no, we're going to call this a day. I go the other way. Because when you start arguing with someone, the spirit of confusion sits back and he waits for his moment. And he goes to the person that is weaker in the spirit and he inhabits them. And that's how it starts. We must be careful what people we entertain. That's why we need to be careful who we call a friend. We need to be careful who we let sit in our homes, sit under us, talk to us, whisper in our ear. Because spirits are real and people don't want to talk about that aspect. People want to avoid the, the talk about the spirits, but spirits are real. We as Christians must learn that love is one of the main things we have to do in our walk every day. Even if no one else is doing it around us, we must do it. If we call ourselves a child of God. Let's look at some Bible verses today. If you have your Bible, go to John 15 and 24. I'm sorry, John 5 and 24. I'm sorry. 
John, John 5 and 24. Okay, it says, I tell you the truth. This is in the NLT. I tell you the truth. Those who listen to my messages and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They would never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death to life. There's that pass from death to life again. And NIV says, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Listen, it says it right here. Anyone who does not love remains in death. You remain dead in the spirit. Because you're not loving. You cannot say you love God, which you've never seen, but you see your fellow man every day and you hate them, but you say you love God. It makes no sense. It, it tells us up here. It tells us up here in this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. This is First John 4, 20, 21. It says, I love God and hate his brother. He's a liar. For he does not love his brother whom he has seen and cannot love God whom he has, has not seen. It makes no sense. You love God with all your heart, all your soul. You're praising God on Sunday. You're you're worshiping him. You're speaking in tongues. You're, you're healing people. You're touching people. You're reading your word. But you hate the person sitting next to you. You can't stand that person that's sitting next to you. But you love God whom you have not seen. How? The, the Bible verse basically is saying it, it makes no sense. There's no way you could be this person. There's no way you could be jumping up and down and saying hallelujah, posting Bible verses on Facebook, doing this, doing that, professing about being, being a Christian. But the moment you see someone you don't like, oh, you're dragging them through the mud. No. The Bible says that cannot be. You cannot be that person. Because you're filled with bitterness and maybe jealousy or maybe aggravation, whatever it is, you must go to Christ today and you must ask Christ, how can I get my heart out of this way? Because see, the thing is, God looks at our heart. He's not going to look at, oh, this piece of our heart says this. Oh, this piece of our heart says this. And, or this piece. Of, no, he's going to look at the entire thing. Because when you hate one person, that hatred spirit sits within you. So how much longer are we going to sit here and say, I'm a Christian, but our actions doesn't say it? How long are we going to say I'm passed from death to life, but you cannot even love your fellow brother? You can't even get past the argument that y'all had two years ago. I have people right now that remember an argument that we had six years ago. And we'll bring it up every time they get a chance. Why? Because they're holding on to it. I can barely remember it, though. We have to show growth. And whether people realize it or not, when you have this mindset, you are stagnated in your growth in Christ. You're not going to grow any higher. You're not going to get any, into any realms of the spirit. You're not going to be able to have a, a healthy relationship with Christ because you are still hating or, or not liking or not loving someone that, that you see almost every day or every other day. You're not going to grow. You're going to always be in that same spot until you release it. You don't have to go to them and say, oh, I hated you, but I gave it to God. No. Go to God in prayer and say, God, I really dislike this woman. I really dislike this man. Please help me. Please remove this out of me. How much longer are we going to sit around and let that spirit 
destroy us. How long? How long? Let's go to 1 Peter 1 and 22. 1 Peter 1 and 22. Like I said, if you got your NIV, that's fine. Um, I got both um, the NLT and the NIV. I'm trying to think of a way to get the King James Version in here. But um, it's fine. 1 Peter 1 and 22. In a, in a, the NLT version says, You were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth. So now you must show sincere love to each other. As brothers and sisters, love each other deeply with all your heart. Verse 22, 1 Peter 1 and 22 in NIV says, Have purified your soul by your obedience to the truth of a sincere brotherly love. Love one another honestly from a pure heart. Okay, it says, You were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth. When we obey God, we are every day getting cleansed. We're every day getting renewed. That's why I tell people all the time, ask God, renew my mind, renew my heart, renew my renew my spirit, Father God. Come into me, Father God. Help me change, Father God. I'm willing, I'm a willing vessel to change each and every day. It also says here, um, so now you have now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your heart. Love each other deeply with all your heart. You must love your fellow men. I don't care what they have done. I don't care what they have said. You have to forgive because the Bible says it. And I tell you this much, it is hard to do. But if you're walking in the Holy Spirit, you're walking in the light. Every day you are d denying your, your, your flesh. You must go to Christ and have him deal with this. Once again, it tells us again that you have been cleansed from your sins when you obey the truth. So that means you're a walking Christian that walks in the light. That means you're a Christian that walks with the spirit of God. Okay. But it says love each other deeply with all your heart. Love each other deeply with all your heart. Yeah. You can't call yourself a Christian if you're not loving people with all your heart. Love is something that he taught about. Love is something that we all must do. It's not for a certain few. It's not just for um, the elite. It's not just for the beginners, the babes. No, it's for everyone else to love one another. If it's anything within your heart that you're holding on to, I'm telling you folks, go to God. Go to him and tell him, I can't get over this because this was something traumatic that happened to me or i can't get over this because this person hurt me and he understands he will work on you with it but our response to people that want to fight and argue should be no 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 i'm not doing that that's not who i am i'm a child of the king i'm royalty and when royalty gets in a fight they look the other way they don't entertain it why because they're royal blood. They know who they are and they don't have to fight anyone to prove anything. Because they know who they are. Do you know who you are? You're not just a Christian, but you're a child of a king. Okay, let's look at our last verse. Sorry, trying to get my phone to turn on. Go to 1 John 4 and 12. 1 John 4 and 12. 1 John 4 and 12. 
No one, this is in the NLT, no one has ever seen God. But if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. NIV says, 1 John 4 and 12, no one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. It tells us here, no one has seen God. No one has. No, no one has. If we love one another, God abides in us. If we love one another, God's spirit lives in us. That's why it says pass from death to life, because we have Christ living in us. We have the Holy Spirit living in us, and his love is perfected in us. That means we look past people's flaws. But how many of us are still sitting here holding things in our heart? We have to learn how to let go. We have to learn to how to love beyond. And I, I for one, can say it's, it's hard to do that sometimes. And I think I've said that three times already. Because I know someone's sitting there saying, well, I bet uh, prophet is there uh, doesn't struggle with this. It's a struggle. Because when people offend us, we have a tendency to hold on to it. We have a tendency to take it really personal because they're attacking us. But what we have to understand that that spirit is coming up against us to rattle us, to pull us out of character. The, the enemy is a very strategic person. He knows what he can do to rattle you, to pull you out of character. You just got through praying. You just got through ministering to someone. Then boom, something happens and pulls you right out of character. And people will be like, well, I, I thought she was a godly woman. I thought she was a woman of God. I thought he was a man of God. I, I don't know why she acted like that. I don't know why he acted like that. He wants to pull you out of character. Don't allow the situation that he plants before you to pull you out of character and cause you not to love your fellow man. What I try to do is look at everyone as if they're Christ. Not worshiping them, not worshiping them per se. But if I view everyone like I'm talking to Christ, then I won't be ugly with them. I will only show love. We have to learn to turn the other cheek. It's, it's something to work on. It's a daily thing. In this walk with God, it's a, it's a, it's a daily thing. It's not something you're going to learn to do immediately. It's not. It's not something you're going to learn to do um, in two weeks or three weeks. It's something you're going to learn to do over the months and years. If anyone is being really real with anyone about their walk with Christ, they would tell you this is a thing that you have to do daily is tell God, I need help loving this person. This person has aggravated me. Give me peace when I talk to this person. We have to find the ways to... Walk in the spirit. If we're going to carry the title as Christians or so followers of God, we have to learn how to walk in that. This this was an easy thing to teach. The Holy Spirit gave me the words to teach it. But it was hard to teach because there's so much of fighting and fussing going on. And people don't like to be told what they shouldn't and should do in an argument. But the best advice I can give you when you have an argument is to tell someone, no, I'm not going to go there with you today. 
um, be blessed. I'm, I'm not doing this today. Walk away. But if it's a, if it's a discussion that you have to have with someone under your breath, say, Holy Spirit, give me peace. Holy Spirit, help me not to get out of character because I have to have this conversation with someone. That's the best advice I can give you. I hope you all have an amazing day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Have a blessed day.